Welcome to Female Intern. It's uh, an interview podcast. I'm the host, Danielle Deludi, and today my guest is uh, a friend of mine named Marco Rivera. Hi, Marco. Hello. Um, cool. So I I have lots of questions for you, yeah. but I would love if if I don't mean to put you on the spot, but if you can like just introduce yourself a little bit, like if people who are listening don't know you. Uh, yeah, I've been doing stand up for about four years, give or take, because of the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Met Danielle uh, about how long, when did we meet? Like, I, th- I think two we months met, ago, three months ago. I'm pretty sure I saw you before COVID. Yeah. Like maybe at the creek in the cave, but, or, or something. But yeah, probably like the, the last few months, I feel like we've seen more of each other. Yeah, we actually met before we've seen each other. Now we've met each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I don't really have a complex. Intro. That's just, fine. just four years comedy. We met each other. Okay, and you are from New Jersey as well, right? Yeah, yeah, cool. yeah. From Jersey, samezies. Oh yeah. Hmm. Uh, we're two outsiders. Yeah. How do you, do you have feelings about New Jersey? It's crazy. No, it's it's so boring. I didn't real. <laughs> I didn't know how boring New Jersey was when I was in Jersey because it was mm. like the, the air was clean. Yeah. And then, I was, uh, and then I was like, the more I started coming to New York, I was like, how much I traded clean air for entertainment I was just, or like cleanliness or like the stuff I would see in a New York restaurant. Like, oh yeah, that's allowed now. Like, I'm like, you just let more and more pass. You like shift into. An, I'm not. I don't care about being a New Yorker, but it's just your sensibilities of what you're withstand visually and mentally will shift. Yeah, you you just live. You're willing to like live within your own filth. Actually, in our collective filth, it's disgusting. Yeah, um, that's not a controversial thing to say. No. City's gross. Yeah, but also um, it's like it's so vibrant, oh, <laughs> so yeah. much culture. Yeah, the first time I came to New York. Uh, I stepped off the train with one foot and then I stepped on the train with the other foot and a rat smashed into my oh foot and it scurried around like where my back heel is. And it was like, <laughs> and then it's like hit it, like his head bashed into it and his, his body crumpled. <gasps> like, Wait. and then, then it just, and then went that around. That sounds, you should do voiceover first of all. That, then that was, that sounds cartoonish. Yeah, it was like, and like the neck part was like, eh. Oh my then, God. A collision with a rat. And then I was like, yeah, that's like, hello, New York City. Yeah, welcome. Yeah, New York City says hi to people in different ways. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, but you spend a lot of time in the city now. I spend every day in the city. Okay. I feel weird when I'm outside the city. Like mm. family events, I go back to family events. And then I'm like, I don't know who I am now. Uh, who am a, I? The air's too clean. What yeah. is this? In New York City, I'm a comedian. But here, I'm just a person. I don't know how to be that right now. <laughs> So, well, how did you arrive at comedy? Were you like a kid who always enjoyed it? Or like, was this ever since I was little or something you found a little more recently? So I liked it ever since I was a kid. I used to watch uh, Whose Line Is It Anyway growing up. Same. That was it. And the thing is, though, my... I. My mom would think I was asleep. My door, the opening to my door is like right where she watches TV. It's like a uh, a long shaped couch, but she's facing towards the TV. And then my room's, the opening is right behind her. Okay. So I would just open up the door and I would just have to peek in and, and I would watch it. Which, uh, and she watched Who's Line? Yeah, she watched it. And oh, I that's just luckily, great. Like, like I, I would peer behind and I would try not to laugh so she couldn't like. That's cool that your her. mom was watching Who's Line though. My mom was watching Fox News. Well, the thing is, that's what she's watching sometimes. The other times she was watching The 700 Club. You know the 700 Club, right? I don't. So that's basically evangelicals on the TV, television. Okay. Yeah, so I was like... So what diverse programming in the in the house? <laughs> only those two things. That's incredible. <laughs> yeah. Who was your favorite on Whose Line? Oh, God. Uh, the one <laughs> that was in the Chappelle skit. What was him? Uh, you know, Chappelle had the skit. Uh, Wayne Brady. Wayne Brady. Remember? 
I think it was probably oh because god. of the Chappelle skit. He became my favorite afterward. Okay. Like, was, that was the funniest skit I've ever seen. Oh my god. Those guys. So silly. So fun. Do you do improv comedy ever? Uh, one time I did a thing where they brought me on stage, but I haven't done it since. That was before the pandemic. I want to do it again just to force myself to be more flexible in my thinking. Yeah. But it's like I, I'm stuck in routines. I'm mm. a very routine, which I'm trying to stop doing now. But I'm very stuck in always doing like a Monday, do this. Tuesday, go here. And that's it's always messed me up. So I'm trying to change it up. And it, it, messes, it messed you up? Because I couldn't go to... Uh, Cause like I'd be so used to going to this comedy club instead of going like was, like rigidity, yeah, rigidity and not going to new places and exploring the new places. Cause when you're younger in comedy, like the new places, the places that just pop up are going to give you a better opportunity than than some established comedy club. Yeah, the established comedy club is like a piece of meat with piranhas everywhere, and the sure. comedians are like, it's true, it's true, so, <laughs> it but, is like yeah. But I was so stuck in my ways, and also I couldn't go to Brooklyn back then because I didn't have enough money to pay mm. for both trains. Yeah, so I was just stuck in this one Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, just walking. Everywhere. Yeah. Okay, so you always liked comedy. Yeah, and then I found Carlin on the internet. Ooh, found Carlin on the internet. I feel like this is a common story. Like, this is a story that, like, a lot of people share, which is very beautiful. But how did you come across him? I think it was probably on YouTube. And then I kept watching more and more videos. And I was like, oh, because I was like, I'm such a weirdo. No one else thinks like me. And I saw him. And I was like, oh, he thinks like me. Then I searched up his name on Google. And it said, autofilled George Carlin dead. And and (laughs) and autofilled, I was like, I have a person in the world who actually understands the way I feel. And then then my heart just got cut in half. Like, oh, I have this one person in the world who kind of thinks like me who i didn't think even existed and then dead and like, he's just, dead just no so you know, your imaginary friend is dead oh my god that's basically <laughs> that is tra okay that is tragic yeah like, oh 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 how do you remember how old you were when you like found him uh, probably middle school probably Whoa. yeah what about george carlin like drew you in probably because the thing is uh I, I love how biting because it was old man Carlin, not young Carlin that mm. I was addicted to. I liked him at the end of his life when he got like not bitter, but he got really hard. Like I like hard hitting questions. Like like I like Chris Rock for the same reason. Like I like it when the jokes come, the delivery comes very hard. Yeah, yeah. And so that was just the way. Yeah, he you delivered. like Patrice O'Neill, right? Patrice O'Neill. Somebody I like somebody who comes in hot, mm-hmm. and he just came in hot. And he, yeah. you know, his the way he thinks about everything. Like you know, he had a thing on religion, abortion. This is like always a crazy idea that I loved. Yeah. Yeah. So you felt like you thought you felt like he thought l- like you. Well, I, I was like at first and I was like, I realized you get older. Like, oh, no, I thought like him. Mm. <laughs> so, like he thought he thinks like me. Wow. Do you watch a lot of comedy now? Recently, not much unless it's really good. I saw the Ali Sadiq special is really good. A domino effect. I watched that. So good. That was good. Oh my god! That I was, was like for free stuff. YouTube. I was yeah. Like, Jesus Christ. Yeah. I remember somebody saying to me, "Why would he do it all for free?" I was like, "It's amazing marketing." Yeah. <laughs> Spectacular. Oh my god. Oh, that was fun to watch. Yeah, highly recommend anyone listening. But those Netflix ones, you know, those, I didn't watch a lot. I watched some of them, and I was like, you know what? Because like the Netflix ones, like the audience isn't like a comedy audience like they came here to watch Netflix yeah they they know they're going to a Netflix tape so it's more like people who just like getting dressed up and want to be recorded yeah. so it just feels weird yeah so you see amazing I feel material. that it's kind of like it's kind of contrived yeah which so is see, like weird so see I see like my favorite comics doing amazing material <laughs> but like the audience is like we want to go to the Netflix thing yeah they're not ready for fucked up shit they were like huh I was like I don't <laughs> want to hear it it's like yeah. So I do watch. I still watch those just to be like, oh, that's great material. Mm-hmm. But then all these people like, okay, his audience came to see him. Great. You know, not too complicated. 
had a bunch of Lupins. Yeah. Uh, I didn't watch it yet, but I think Tim Dillon just came out. So I'm probably going to watch that. Okay. Yeah. I haven't you? seen that. Um, but I'm curious, like, what made you actually try stand-up? Well, I went to college, and then that wasn't working out for me. So I said, mm. fuck it. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Where Where were you going? Uh, New Jersey Institute of Technology. Okay. So that was, yeah. So this right next to Newark Penn Station. And then I was like, fuck it. And I just started doing comedy there. And what my mom, without my mom knowing, mm. yeah. Then I said, "I'm not going back to college." And my mom lost her shit. <laughs> she oh my got, god, she that's it. hardcore. Hispanic mother, she came in hot. <laughs> she yeah, what in, happened? She made me try to go back. She was trying to force me to go back to church, and I did that for a little while. And then I was like, "I ain't going back to church now." <laughs> oh my god! So it was like trying. She was like, "I'll let you drop out of college, but you got to go back to church." And I was like, oh. "Whoa!" So how long were you going back to church? I don't remember. Probably a few months, and uh, and then. But I was like, I hate. It. I was like, I, I don't like. I really, as a kid and as an adult, it's it makes you, it makes my like whole thing vibrate. My whole body starts vibrating in a very bad way. Yeah. What's your, like, what's your relationship like to religion? Like, did you grow up with it? What was it like? Yeah. Uh, we went to church every weekend, but I never like believed in it. I just like conquered down and went to these children's sermons and it kind of drove me insane because they would always try to force you to believe it. And I was like, I don't, I just don't believe it. And then you have to fill out the coloring book of Jesus oh, or man. you can't go back home right now. I was like, I don't, I don't believe in the coloring book of Jesus, whatever. That's whatever cool. Thing. It, it's, it, I feel like I've talked to a number of people lately who are like, yeah, well, I never really believed in it, which is so cool to me. Like that as a kid, you knew, like you had your own yeah. thoughts. <laughs> I was very, like, I just was a sponge and was like, of course I believe in this. Like what the adults told me is like real. Um, but that, that must be so wild to be a kid who's like, I don't buy any of this shit. No, no. that's hard. Yeah. It just be, it's like, cause as a kid, I was, there's too many thoughts, too many thoughts, but then there's a, the benefit and the downfall. The downfall is that you don't look normal anywhere because you're just thinking so much harder than everybody else all the time. Like some, but then you kind of skip some years in some, I guess, wisdom or whatever. Like, oh, yeah, I didn't believe in Santa Claus. Ooh, like why? I just same thing. God, they, you just don't no, believe shit. Yeah, I don't believe. <laughs> you I got remember. a good bullshit detector? I, I think I do. I yeah, I just don't believe in. I don't believe in most because you have to realize most people are lying to themselves most Ooh, of the time. So it's okay. like, Biting so it's like, critique. Yeah. but you got to go through is like, and then you look in the mirror and you see how you're lying yourself. And oh that, my God. that reveals, then you see it in other people and you're like, oh, I remember when I did that to me. Episode. How, how are you lying to yourself? Oh, uh, fuck. It's deep. <laughs> I don't know. Um, Think about it. No, it's just like. When you see patterns of like uh, for, uh, of what you do, and you go, "Oh, I didn't. I did this for this reason, not for that other reason." You re look back on your, like, "Oh, like I was doing that for ego, not for something else." Or like, or like before, like I realized, like, uh, I mean, I'm. I think all comedians are somewhat arrogant to some degree, but I think I was like, I realized, like, arrogance comes from like, oh, you don't, you act like you know everything because you're afraid of what you don't know. Mm. So if you were always to think about everything you don't know, it would drive you mentally insane. Mm -hmm. So you just say in your head, oh, I know everything. Not because you actually want to be a piece of shit or anything. You just go, I just want to create a world where I think I know everything because that calms me down. It, yeah, it makes you feel a little stop. more in control. Because if you have a brain that doesn't stop, you'll just keep thinking and thinking until you drive yourself into a little holy hole. Yeah, a little holy <laughs> hole. Yeah. Do you have a brain like that? I'll do that with God all as a kid, like all the time to think, because it's like it was forced into me, and I wouldn't believe it, so I'd just be thinking about it all. all oh man, all night. 
just, just like, like always analyzing. It was like like a little like there's a little god in me and a lot of a little Richard Dawkins in me. They were fighting, <laughs> they were fighting all night, and I was like, no, he knows real. And it, was, it was like God, Richard Dawkins, and aliens. Like no, and aliens. And I was like, if aliens are real, God's not real. Oh my god! So I would just be like fighting in between God and aliens. Those three characters and Richard, like a Richard Dawkins or George Carlin, you may say. Yeah, like, actually, that's more accurate. Like little Carlin, like, what the fuck? There's no guy in the fucking sky. Yeah. Oh my god. You have a joke about um, about autism. I got a lot of jokes about autism. <laughs> can you can you tell me about about it? Oh well, I don't. The thing is, half the joke is that I never got diagnosed, so it's a uh, ha- most of the time when I do it, I'm uh, even though they're completely separate jokes sometimes uh, with a very similar start of like, hey, I don't know if I have autism or not, but that's probably what I got. But um, you know, autism people have uh, they hate sensory things mm-hmm. so i hate jewelry i hate like a thing on my tag i hate necklaces a keychain anything like that yeah they also hate like it's sensory in terms of food so i don't like really mushy food i grew up with puerto rican food like texture yeah it's like too mushy okay. it's always in a pot all the foods are just soaking it's like Fuck these pots and all my family thought oh marco hates seasonings you know like, i like seasoning like i make mexican food is just puerto rican food that's crispy that's all it is <laughs> it's like it's like why it's like that's all it is it's like you know let's not caramelize the onions let's chop them up and make them nice and crunchy and shit yeah so i really uh, yeah so is hate- your family puerto rican puerto rican puerto rican black mostly but okay. mostly puerto rican okay um but you never got like you never had any kind of like assessment for Trying autism. to get it. It's hard, son. It's, yeah, it's so I, I don't know what the, like, I don't know how one finds that out about yourself. So they told me there's a thing called a neuropsych evaluation, which is supposed to take hours and they give you, like, these little games and it's supposed to be an hours long evaluation. But it's like, I keep trying to find it. It's like most of these people are booked up with their therapy appointments because the same guy is not a separate person. So this yeah. is a therapist, but most people are booked up with their appointments. And it, so it's like, they're not available for this. So I'm trying to find it, but so it's, it's just hard. It's hard to access. Well, I mean, you know, it's a, there's not nearly enough therapists for the people who need them. Yeah. And the pandemic really filled up those slots. Yup. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. You got some, you got some fun jokes. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm curious what it's like, uh, like being in such a, I don't know, like I'm obviously like projecting a bit, making some assumptions, but like, you know, for someone where sensory stuff is difficult, especially like when you don't have control over like the space and like there's a lot of new people around, like stand up doesn't seem like the most comfortable thing for someone like, you know, uh, for someone with the, with those sensitivities. So it's like pretty hardcore that you do it. Yeah, I think there's certain people as comics or people who run towards the fire. They're just people who just you just see danger. They like they like it. <laughs> they just like so it's like. Do you feel like that? At first, I did. There was more thrill in the beginning because when you bomb, it hurt more. So it was kind of like you kind of part of you kind of likes the brutality of it, I guess, or like the even though it hurts, like you're addicted to that. Like you know, the whole comedians are masochists thing is more. Mm. The longer you do it, the more true. Like at first, you're like, oh, that's just a hacky thing they say, blah blah blah, and you start doing it more and more, and then it actually turns out to be more true. Do you feel that way? Uh, yeah. Recently, it's um, yeah. That was kind of the way I, before the pandemic, I would always do it like the, the if I did well, that felt good. But if I didn't do well, it kind of made me angry and wanted to do better and all that. But then after the pandemic, I kind of ran out of anger. <laughs> I ran out like I, I was like, I didn't know it was possible to get so angry often that you just ran out. Like I depleted like no more nitrous in the oh tank. Oh, my God. Yeah. So I'm in a, Do you still feel like depleted of, of anger? Not as exhausted. It's not like I because there's people who cure their anger and there's people who deplete. like I I don't like cure is like oh I had a spiritual awakening blah 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 and now I'm a better place I just kind of can't 
produced off energy to get angry anymore. Yeah, I no. literally got too old. It it takes energy to like express anger, right? Like I think it's one. It's like it's a core emotion that people yeah. experience. So like it exists and like gets stored somewhere in the body, but oh, like yeah. to have to actually like consciously let yourself process it. Ooh, I, I raged a little bit this week for like the f- first time. Like I asked a friend, I was like, can I rant at you? Like I am really angry. And she gave me space. Shout out Lau, my roommate, who is just a beautiful saint. Um, but yeah, she let me rant. And I was like, I think I'm angry. And like <laughs> I was. And then I just ranted. And I was like, oh, this is like safe anger. That's so cool. Um, but I totally hear you. Like I don't have – I don't know. But I, But I'm curious if you feel like a masochist. Before, definitely. Before the pandemic, uh, definitely. But now I'm trying not to be that. I don't know. Try, it's like trying to find a new power source in your soul. Mm. <laughs> like I ran out. Like I've, I've been using that that nuclear <laughs> energy for a long time. I so, need to so, find some. So what what mo- what does motivate you? Like why why are you still on the grind? I don't know. I'm I'm finding out right now. Uh, I still want to. You know, I always love comedy. I still want to do it. But for, but it's just. It seems like a lot of emotion, especially jokes, come from anger, and jokes come from anxiety. For you, anger or anxiety. Okay. But now I'm doing better with anxiety, so I don't know where the jokes are going to come from. I think they'll come. Or it's like you know, I get high and then like uh, you're drunk or whatever. I don't drink anymore, but like change your mental state and then yeah, it'll because it's like but um yeah yeah uh, yeah because I'm curious like. Are you, I feel like, okay, there's, it's not a binary, but I I feel like there's a few different like areas on the spectrum of stand up, and some people are very like ideas jokes and some people are right. very like relatable and like, you know, connecting with uh-huh. the audience and meet like right there. And then um, there's also, you know, combinations of that or just other types, but I'm curious about like your, how you feel about the audience. Well, in the beginning, again, I was more like uh, ideas all the time. But it's like, I guess when you tell them about yourself, it's easier. But sometimes I kind of resent it a little bit because it feels like people don't you, you, want... You resent what? That I feel like there's a feeling that there are le- the first kind you said, the ones that are the ideas people, they're getting cut out because of feeling people are less are less likely to make people angry. Because it's like the people who tell their story about their life, It's, it's those people aren't going to be people who... Uh, get canceled is going to be the one who has the really fucked up joke. So the idea people get attacked more than the story people. Mm, interesting. So okay. there's people, there's a shift towards more people doing stories and stories and stories and not doing ideas because it's harder. It's harder to um, get in trouble when you're just telling the story of like when you were a kid or something like that. Yeah. Like, no, 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 this really happened to me. Yeah. Don't cancel me. This is true. <laughs> um yeah, but I feel yeah, I kind of feel like you're in the idea. Yeah. Uh like that part of the mm-hmm. of the whatever like if there's quadrants of comedy, you know, you're you're in in that one. But yeah, so I always wonder like how you gen- how you particular how you specifically generate like uh, I, like where like where's your comedy coming from? Like what are you trying to say? What are you trying to say to everyone? <laughs> what am I trying to say to the whole world? Uh it's mostly a lot. Uh, a lot of it came from like I'm not a very spiritual person at all, mm-hmm. so it comes from a lot of that. Like I see people, like I think everything is kind of prayer. For one, I, there's a bunch of things I'm trying to say, but like I just see prayer and everything, and I just see that. Oh, why is the world everything going to shit? It's because everybody's has their own little version of prayer, even when it's not necessarily going to church. 
like when some people want to believe in the government in, in a way that's like they like they want the old times where you could just get a job and then you um you don't have to worry about else you know you yeah. didn't have to worry about the stock market you just did your job and then your parent your your kids were okay blah, blah, blah. they just want to blindly believe in one thing or in another people want safety mm-hmm. and so they they kind of uh believe things that are kind of silly because it makes them feel safe i'm like i like going after that yeah it's uh yeah yeah <laughs> Like, I don't know. I used to, uh, what, what I used to say, like there was a woman one time who I was talking to, she was new to New York city and uh, she was from Argentina and she, I tell her not to go to the Bronx. I, I had a friend who got shot, which is real. And she goes, Oh, I don't need to be afraid from the Bronx. And I had to tell her to her face, you know, you can still be shot. Like, like, Oh, she, uh, she told me, she told me she got up. Uh, she goes, why should I be afraid of the Bronx? I had a gun pointed at me three times in my life. And I go, you can still be shot. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I fucked it up. Uh, no, no, no. I used to do that. I fucked up. But <laughs> no, but I, I understand the point, right? It's like, yeah, um, that's still. a that's a logical, I don't know if the right word is like logical fallacy, but right, it's, that doesn't, what you're saying does not disprove my point. Yeah, it's like, I notice people when they do really dangerous things a bunch of times, they go, oh, now I'm okay forever. It's like, no, yeah. no, no, you just got lucky a bunch. Yeah, that's like, it's a it's a gambling kind yeah, of Yeah, it's a gambling like, attitude. Oh, like people who drunk drive and they, they keep doing it. They think, oh, I'm good at drunk driving. It's yeah. like, no, you just keep getting lucky about not killing a, a family of five yeah, in a minivan. That's you just so keep, real. It's, like, it's not a skill because you keep not killing people. It's yeah, no, a, it is luck. Yeah. It is luck. And she thought like, oh, these other three men won't shoot me. I, I'll never get shot. It's like, is that how it works in war? Is that you get don't get shot three times and then you can just walk out like a like a Flintstones movie and like bullets come, oh come by. God. Like, yeah. like no, I'm you. good. I actually got shot three times. So we're, we're good. Yeah, I, I, I met like, my quota. Yeah. Yeah. So I was like, I like pointing out that kind of stuff because it's like we all have these little things to make us feel safe. And then when I when you, when you do a little flick one, it's, it's like, oh, it's like the air. It's like having the air comes up. It's like there's all these little pressure release valves and then mm. the air probably is not trapped with this valve anymore. It's kind of like releases it. So so essentially like our, is your perspective like prayer is sort of, prayer can be some kind of like delusion? It's deeper than religion. Like it's it's like things that people tell themselves for safety. Yeah, so people, people to think, feel safe. Yeah, people think prayer is just religion. Like if you don't believe in God, there's no prayer. But it's like plenty of people still pray and they're not religious at all. Yeah. My generation, our generation is like the least religious people, but they still do prayer stuff. Yeah, that's just the universe stuff all over. The universe stuff is just prayer again. Like like astrology. Well, not necessarily astrology. Anybody who talks about energy. Oh or my god, universe. me me. I talk about energy. Yeah, but it's like <laughs> energy just means mood. Sure. So, but it's like it's still, all that. There's not. I'm not saying that's you. Um, there's nothing there. But no, no, no but it, it is a thing that I tell myself so yeah. that I can make sense of what's going on. Like, yeah. and I could be wrong for sure. Yeah, 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 definitely. For sure, a hundred percent. So that's why. But yeah, when people have their ideas and like aren't willing to be wrong, that's annoying. Well, the thing is, I don't care about somebody admitting they're wrong because everybody, no one's, who's right at the end. You'll find out that no, you're right, right. the second we're, you die. We're all wrong. Like, yeah. we, we don't know anything. Yeah. So people who are like so sure of what their like belief system is, I'm like, what? How do you know? You don't know. Stop yeah. pretending you know. Yeah. That's the thing I don't like is like, especially when my generation acts like they're a lot smarter than their parents. And you yeah. don't think so? Well, it's just like, admit. it's okay to admit that you're afraid and then... It's like you you always want to shit on the Christian person or Catholic or whatever. You want to shit on another religion, but do your thing. Like do your thing, but don't shit on. Don't call them dumb for doing a very similar thing to you. It's, well, all, all of us can accept that we're all afraid of the end, and we all got to make our little lies to ourselves so we yeah. feel safe. It's like you're all in space and we're about to re-enter the atmosphere. Is that's how you die? Like oh, what is Earth now? And you, you just got to admit you don't know. Yeah. Or you you don't know more than the other guy at least. 
that's a very like I don't know that's a very fundamental thing I feel like I that comes through for me when I like hear when I hear your comedy and I'm just like it makes me trust you because <laughs> I'm just like he gets that none of us get it yeah because yeah. I've been trying to uh, as a kid I went to college for physics so I was trying to figure it out myself because I was literally thinking about everything so much I thought oh I could figure out all of it <laughs> all of existence yeah. like I'll just do I'll do Stephen Hawking times Einstein times Tesla I'll fucking figure it all out because I needed to fit because I couldn't stop thinking about all of existence all of the time that is that's insane oh yeah baby <laughs> yeah no yeah. for real right like I always yeah. kind of had that feeling with physics especially I was like <laughs> What what do you guys think? You think we're just gonna like get to the bottom of it? Yeah, yeah. It being literally everything, how everything works, like that's such hubris. Like we don't know stuff, and that's okay. Yeah, the aliens will tell us. I'm not saying we shouldn't try to learn <laughs> stuff, and math isn't useful sometimes. But like, yeah, for at least for me, I was like, this doesn't make sense to me, and I I felt stupid for a long time that like I couldn't plug into that uh, discipline, but. No, now I don't feel stupid anymore. <laughs> now I'm like, that's that's some people thinking that they're getting to the bottom of stuff, and yeah, they might be they might be finding out some stuff, but not. Nah, I don't need to. Yeah, fixate. Yeah, they we have anxiety about it, but they have it's a whole the, uh, the opposite emotion when it gives them wonder. Yeah, that, it, well, that's this is how I feel about space. How, how do you feel about space? Are you interested in space all the time? Like, I'm like waiting for aliens space. to talk to us. I'm waiting for it. It's just uh. Yeah, I just want the aliens to come down and just everybody go like, oh, what the fuck? But also, I don't like the common thing where people go, I, I wish aliens would attack us so all of humanity to come together. You you know how he, people would say that? Do people say that? I've heard that so many so many times in movies too. Dude, that's we are not thing. coming together. What? But there's people who like want a common enemy so all of people could come uh, together. That's so sad. It's kind <laughs> okay. of like World War II where we all came together against them. They want that against the aliens. And I've heard that said before so many times but i can't them want to, i want them to come down and just be nice to us but we can't handle they're nice we can't we can't handle they were like we have we don't need to take anything from you we have everything so why would we need to take something from you shoot them let's we want to help you we already have we own 99 they're like the donald trump of space they own 99 yeah we they're like have, we're actually good we're just sort of stopping to say hey yeah we want to make sure you don't die from cancer no more they oh just or whatever like i just want them to have like no external and we just can't trust them because we're just so used to dealing with other humans yeah we only understand like humans so it's like we always i remember some i think the comedian said it was a really smart thing i forgot it was like interview he goes yeah alien movies when they attack us is actually us projecting on the movie totally like, the movie is like oh that's how we feel because we're like, that's what we would do. Yeah, we're we, scared that that's what they would do. Because we're afraid that's what of running into ourselves. Mm -hmm. <laughs> a really smart Ooh. version of us. That's so. It's like whoa. Yeah, I didn't think of that one, but I heard it. I was like, "Yep, yeah, you're right." Yeah, no, but that's it's very insightful. I don't know. Do you like alien movies? I mean, like, I don't want. I want like sci-fi, not necessarily okay. aliens. Like, uh, did you ever watch Altered Carbon on Netflix? Yeah, it's really good. Wait, wait. Um, so like, people don't die. They have a little thing in the back of their head that has a memory chip for all their memories, and they yeah. can put it into new bodies. I did watch that. Is there more than one season? There is. The first season is the best, but the second one, the first one, I forgot the guy's name, but he was really good in it. But this, the thing is, the whole idea is that it's one actor plays multiple role, role, uh. <laughs> roles mm -hmm, so mm -hmm. it's like the, the next time it's anthony mackie so it's like the way you go to other planets isn't by going to the other planet you pay money to, to get a new body on the other planet they send your info to the other planet oh, so it's like oh he's to the, the cloud so that way instead of it being a person moving it's like the information moves that's so wild so then and then it's like anthony mackie's playing the same role as the other guy and you just be like i wanted the other guy to play yeah i miss the other guy <laughs> yeah it's like so it's like 
that was that's kind of a like a thing, but he still played did it good. But it was just the first season was also a stronger season. Okay, but, but it was uh, I, I think I watched that Blade Runner, the the new one and the old one. It doesn't necessarily have to be aliens, but uh, yeah, you like uh, like world building stuff. Oh yeah, comic books, a fucking nerd, yeah. OG nerd. Are you are you reading comics now? No, I'm trying to get my life together. <laughs> <laughs> I just bought a gigantic comic book. I think it's called Crisis Zone. Oh, is that DC? It's not. Um, oh, not it's someone who like wrote a web comic and then made oh. it into a book. And like they wrote, they started writing this one like during COVID and it's just like everything's on fire um, yeah. and it's chaos and it's very funny and I'm enjoying it a lot, but I haven't read, co- I haven't like read a physical book of comics in a long time. Yeah. Um, I like to use a computer. I don't like to, okay. I, don't, I don't like to. You don't like physical books, tangible nah, books? it's too much to, but also it's like annoying because then you want to, you keep having to flip it and then there's a little space in the middle where you're trying to read it. It just, it's, it just feels silly. That's so funny. We feel so differently about it. Yeah, I don't like physical. I have to, I have to put it on my lap, <laughs> and then, and then I can't read because my neck is hurting. Because oh my god, like down. the whole sensory part of the like book is like the, not, the you're not into small. it. The words are too small. On the can't computer, zoom I can in. Make them, yeah. I can make it bigger. I hate that because reading too. I'm reading on my TV now because my TV is my monitor, and then I put the book on my TV, mm. and I just make the textual big, and then I put those glasses on that. Prevent your eyes from being hurt. The like blue light glasses. Yeah, mine's don't look like blue light. They're like, but yeah, they're blue light glasses. Do they just look like regular glasses? Yeah. Well, the thing is, the more yellow it looks, the more it helps you. So this one only helps me like twenty percent. But the okay. ones that are really yellow, these look disgusting. But they help you way more. But so they're great. I, so I, 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 pro- I should probably have a pair for home. But uh, yeah, invest, Marco. Yeah. Well, the thing is, though, the on the computer you should be able to turn off the blue light and make it the night light option. Yeah. But because it's a t- TV, it doesn't let me do that. Oh. Because it has TV settings on monitor settings, so the TV Stupid overrides TV. it. Okay. So yeah. So you gotta get those glasses. All right. So what are so you're reading comics on uh, on the computer? I have yeah on the TV. Uh, yeah, uh, on TV on my computer before, and but I haven't been reading recently. Do you have favorites that you like return to? I don't. I always want the new story, but the one I like, they did the Hulk as a monster. Uh, the Hulk is like a monster movie type thing. So it's like during the day he has no powers, but at night he does. Mm-hmm. And it, but it's like he's not at full power, but it's like him. There's like multiple. So the thing is, the movies get wrong about him that he has like multiple personalities. That's the dude before he any superpowers, and he has like he created that the Hulk to like protect him as a kid because his dad used to beat him. Whoa, I didn't know that about the Hulk. Yes, so his dad used to beat him because he was so smart as a kid. It freaked out his dad, so his dad oh would God, beat him because he's like this kid dad. is insane. That's Why is so he so sad. smart? And then, uh, but then there's like multiple Hulks that kind of reflect how he feels about the world, and he has to stop the Devil Hulk or whatever, which is like the worst version and of he, himself, basically. And it's like he wants to just kill everything. That's kind of what they kind of show you, but it's, there's twists and turns. But it's like okay. he wants to destroy everything. He's like, he's like a, I don't know, I don't know, like a anarchist, I guess. Whoa, yeah, yeah. I love a good anarchist story. Yeah, but it's done like a, in a horror film kind of way. That's really good. Uh, do you like horror uh, as a genre horrors movies don't really get me because it's like i i i've the thing is even before i started doing stand-up i kind of went hack or not hack on everything even if it wasn't comedy so horror i was like and they're gonna guys are gonna die now and this that so it's like you're I, just always anticipating like what's gonna happen but also horror movies really rely on the whole violin and the scary sound and the it's dark now and it's just like I like it's like piano notes. I see it off coming, so I'm just like I don't. Yeah, you understand like the formula, and so that sort of takes you out of it, and you're yeah. just sort of seeing it for. Yeah, so I'm just like, like so really, I don't watch them because it just bores me. Yeah, but, uh, scary video games are horrifying. Scary video games. What are scary video? Like 
uh, Dead Space. Have you heard of Dead no, Space? No, what's Dead Space? So it's a game that was originally like on PS3 and Xbox. I don't actually made a bit of PS3 exclusive, I think, actually. I'm in a fact check, so. No, no, it was probably. Uh, but basically, you're on a, it's like sci-fi, you're on a, uh, like a space station, but it's like a huge space station. You're like an engineer or whatever, worker on it, and everybody just turns into these zombies. But it's, the thing is, uh, they have, these zombies have like multiple like arms and legs, and you don't kill it by shooting the head off. You have to shoot the, the legs off. Because okay. and your gun can like shoot like long ways, like horizontal or vertical, so it's like a beam, not a bullet. And you've like cut off the ah! limbs, and it's like, but it's like dark, and it's like um, survivalist. You don't get enough guns and bullets, but it's like a sci-fi thing too. So you find out the mystery of why all all these people just randomly at once start eating each other and turning into these insane, disgusting monsters. Do you play this game? I played it before the PS3, and I couldn't finish it by the time the PS4 came out, so I got rid of my PS3 because it, like because you weren't enjoying it. Well, because it's just, I liked it, but you got to play it. I enjoyed how much it, fear gave me, but I couldn't play long periods of it. Whoa. So, but it was like, because the movie is like, you're watching it, but in the video game, you are the guy. So then you're able to really feel the fear. Okay. I'm so afraid of fear. Like, I don't like, situ like, I, there's only like some horror movies that I would watch like in the company of my good friend because I know she likes horror and I, and I'll just like put my head in her shoulder, like if I'm too yeah. afraid, but it. It, it's something I like I don't really relate to the like w trying to like get the rush of fear and I don't know I'm curious like what that does for you well the rush of fear is like um because I would pause a lot I wasn't playing like a three-hour run I'd pause like every 20 minutes like like I was this like guy who just go into every room like okay I'm gonna kill them I was like move, move, like I need no, to take a break no. turn yeah. the lights back on and then turn it off and then go back into it I love that you're like dosing dosing the fear dosing the fear like little by little just micro dosing fear. micro dosing fear uh so yeah via dead space okay oh yeah that's so scary. the thing is also it's like has jump scares like the, they come out the vents they come out the floor they come out ah! and also it's like when these things have sometimes it'll go dark it'll flash lights like because it's like you're trying to turn on the space station so it's like sometimes stuff's not working there's crazy so it's like you, that sounds like chaos oh yeah I, but uh but that it sounds like chaos yeah but like an amazing story so All it's right. like, but it's like uh because you're like trying to this guy is like not even in reality he's like oh what the fuck is this so he's like trying to piece all of reality together at the same time but the i wanted the ps4 so i took the ps3 uh and turned it in so i can get money for the ps4 okay trading. a whole journey a whole economic yeah, I, journey and i wanted it to come out on ps4 never did but they i guess they have other ways you can play it now but all right but i just wanted um it helps me it's the same reason I kind of do comedy, I guess. It, like the going stage fills me used to fill me with so much fear, and then I would come back down from the fear, and I'd feel more relaxed. Do you feel the fear still? Not as it uh, depends if I take how long. When I did the Omicron, took it was too much of a break, and I started to feel it again because of the pandemic. Then I had to start doing comedy again, and then I was like breaking. I was getting used to it again, and then Omicron happened, and it fucked Oof, me up. Yeah. So I was like, I don't even know if I feel the same fear anymore. It's I feel a third thing I didn't know was possible. It was like I just go on stage and I was like I don't know where I'm gonna go because uh, the fear was kind of guided me the fear was good so it guided me like oh what should I if I'm afraid to say that's what I should say if I'm afraid to say this yeah. or blah, blah blah so I still have it sometimes I just I'm trying to find it again yeah I'm trying to yeah I mean it. it sounds like like what you were talking about before like really um, feeling secure and stable with like more rigid routines and then obviously like a massive virus is gonna disrupt that and like disrupts the flow and then you sort of have to like keep re-beginning 
this yeah. thing. And I guess it's like probably different every time you like restart. Yeah. Because you've like, you have a, some background, but it's still, there's like newness. The video game that keeps going because it's like being, playing a video game and you keep losing yeah. the same file. <laughs> oh my God. That's what it is. Stand up is a video game and the pandemic are the little breaks. <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, like some douchebag came and deleted Turned all your the saves. On. Yeah. And deleted deleted all, saves. all your saves and you have to start. You got to start from round one all over again. Yeah. Mortal does, Kombat. Does it feel like starting from round one? Um, I don't. I think I'm, I, I, the first time I restarted, like from uh, the one and a half years from the pandemic, it did. But then after Omicron, it feels different now. It's like, okay, now I'm on a different path now. It's yeah. like they're not even starting that, that path. I have to start a different way. Because it's like, before the pandemic, I was really starting to get to understand who I was on stage and all that. And I was really starting to like, Get, get traction in terms of like being on stage and knowing how to be pay attention to the audience and go why does the audience feel this way mm. and how can I gu guide them to like the way I want to feel I was just starting to get there like oh before I even go on stage what mood are they in yeah. what jokes like you watch the other comedians before you and you go they laughed at this joke but they didn't laugh at that joke how do, and how do you feel now so it takes a while for me to get those instincts like before I would just go like just do I would not think at all then just go on stage tell my jokes and they just wouldn't go as well because you have to think about those little things you have to yeah, go you have to be paying attention is it a rainy moment. day is it a sunny day how mm -hmm. are they tired are they um why is it that one guy did a sex joke and everybody laughed? And then, oh, these, this audience is horny. They just want to hear sex jokes for yeah. some reason. Sometimes <laughs> you run into that where it's like, audience only wants to hear one kind of joke. And you mm -hmm. just got to understand. I, or there, sometimes they or they only want you to talk to them, which I'm very, I'm not, you know, I was, get, I was getting pretty good at crowd work or like interacting for the pandemic, trying to get that back. It's a, that's a harder, such a hard skill. It's, unless you want to do scripted, scripted where it's like, they don't know you said it before, right. but you really wrote it. Yeah. And it's like, I don't want to be that person. But uh, I'll just, but at the same time, if they do it good enough, you won't know. Yeah. So now, so do you feel like you're relearning those instincts of like, yeah. who, or like who you are on stage? Yeah. I don't even know if I'm the same person. That's also another thing. I don't know if I'm the same person as I was then. So I yeah. want to get back to then. But I don't know if that Marco exists no more. So yeah. Anymore. He might not. <sighs> but I was just starting to get to know him. But that's why. <laughs> I was oh, just starting to get to know him. <laughs> Old Marco. I was like, oh, we were getting to know each other on a well, few days. What, what feels different? Like, I don't know. Is there anything specific you're thinking about? Uh, like about Old Marco? Old Marco. Uh, the thing is, is, we think about the same things, but it's um the pandemic kind of opened my eyes more about how the way world works or how people act mm. and sometimes i want to get it's like it's not as a funny place when you it's like you know they go comedy is truth or whatever it has a smidge in the truth you don't want to go too far in the truth and it's just boring you're just not yeah it's like and you're, you're just to, saying sad facts yeah you're just trying to it's like you're not trying to tell a joke trying to explain the world or something yeah. um, so i don't want to be that so i was like i just want to find the silliness again or find yeah. find my not giving a fuck. I don't know. Because the part of me that keeps thinking and doesn't stop thinking is like just wants to like get to the bottom of everything. It's like, that's, yeah, but that's not necessarily funny or you have to, you have to, or possible. Subtle, learning subtlety in my ideas. Like you have to, you have like, you have to have your idea, but your idea can't be the main thing. It has to be under, underneath. I guess what, you know. Right, right, right. Like you need a, like a vessel to like, like a an analogy or a story to like you, get yeah. the point across yeah, without just to, saying the point. Yeah, you're not. Then that's just boring, and no yeah, one wants to hear that. No. You just have this point, and this is why I have that point. You're just a boring person. Yeah, it's like show don't tell. Yeah, show don't tell. So I don't want to be a teller. Yeah, I want to be a showboat. Yeah. Oh man, I, you have such a unique stage presence. Thank you. I like. I really enjoy. I just enjoy watching you. You like. I don't know. It it's it feels very um, 
Like this guy's got opinions. <laughs> <laughs> Not necessarily good ones. No, but <laughs> this guy's out of pocket, but he's into it. <laughs> yeah. 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 Do you feel do you feel like a creative person? Uh before um I definitely do feel like a creative person. You're pretty creative with like clothes. Yeah. It was more of a distract clothes. I didn't really ever care about clothes until recently because it was a nice distraction from my mind. Mm. It's like people are like, oh, you care about clothes this matter, whatever. It's like really, it's just just any. It's it's good to give yourself distractions. Yeah. So how 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 do you focus on like what do clothes do for you? It's just a, it's just a good way to not think about anything that matters because clothes really don't matter. Like I like people who care so much about their clothes it drives them insane. <laughs> I was like I know people like that. It just it just makes me laugh. I don't care about clothes that much, but I like. No, I know. I, I'm not a, saying no, no, you're no. obsessed. No, no, no. But like, I like just the fair. It's like, it's like a somebody who likes to hum or somebody is like, oh, I picked this out with this. Your mind gets to shut off for a little bit when you're doing that because it's just like, oh, that color goes with that color. Da, 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 that pattern goes, and then you just go. It's a, it's just a nice time for your brain to shut off because then you can't be thinking about everything else. Yeah. No, that's that's very that's very interesting. I hadn't ever thought about it that way, but like, yeah, yeah, to think about something else. But I like also I like people, like you got style. Yeah, but also I like making fun of people who are really strict about fashion rules or something like that. Like you have people who are like you got to wear this like this or this is what's in fashionable. It's like I just, I just like these people because they're so silly. <laughs> they yeah, too no, much about this. you you have a very like I'm gonna do whatever the hell I want with these clothes, and it's just awesome. It's like I'm gonna wear a hat, a button down, and shorts that all have smiley faces. On yeah, them. And I'm just I like that, that rules. <laughs> yeah, I found that at this store was a, in the shorts. I got home and I realized I had to stand on it, and then I took a nail filer and I tried to shave it off, and then I faded it. So, so I was like, I could fix it. I have to get like markers for fabric, and I'd have to fix it because I might want to resell it. I don't know. Yeah, because somebody told me like you know somebody could pay like two hundred dollars for that. And maybe they, maybe he was right, you know, like hype hype beast type stuff. Yeah, I want to, because oh that'd be God. a nice. You way to get make. into the hype beat. Marco gets into the hype beast game, but not for me. Like, I and starts a it. YouTube channel. I would sell it. I would sell. It. I wouldn't get into it. It's too expensive. I don't know. I know. I I want. I would watch if you did a YouTube show or like Instagram live, like you trying to like sell merch. And like getting angry, I would watch the shit out oh, of that. Yeah, I become really like, you should buy this, sh and then they like, like buy it, fucking buy it. This is cool. What is wrong with you? Or they go, you know, I, you know, this is these are shorts, but it's the end of summer. It's like it'll be fl fly next year. It'll be fly next year. Yeah, you think think big, think big picture, think long term. Yeah, like come on, come on, don't be a bitch. Buy these shorts. <laughs> don't don't be, be a bitch. Buy <laughs> my shorts. Buy them. You're welcome to. <laughs> Welcome to Don't Be a Bitch, Buy My Shorts. I'm your host, Marco Rivera. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's my new favorite show. And then my unstoppable grin will make it even more ridiculous. Your unstoppable grin. It's yeah. so true. Yeah, and then it'll be like, why is this smiling guy saying bitch so much? <laughs> he doesn't He doesn't have a street cat. Look at his, look at his grin. He is he mad because he's smiling so hard? I can't tell you how much that's fucked me up my entire life. Oh, my God. I couldn't, Do people you just think you're happy? You can't. Yeah, that too. But also, like, people, you can't intimidate anybody when you, you just look you look ridiculous you just can't you just can't intimidate so I was like you know the guy as a guy I never intimidated any other man ever <laughs> do you find yourself wanting to intimidate people I don't want to but it's like it's a good you defense. want to have the option <laughs> it's a good defense if you don't want to fight somebody but if you don't even look intimidating and you can't fight it's like I'm, I don't look intimidating and I can't fight so I gotta learn how to fight because I don't know how to change my face to do make... you fight no, but you never know. It's New York City. I know. I don't One time a homeless woman tried to attack me uh, and I ran away. But <laughs> what what happened? I don't know. I was responding to some girl and whatever. And I was responding to her 
to with a selfie and the the homeless woman saw me she goes you're a fucking whore <laughs> you're a fucking whore <laughs> and she had a water bottle and she like chased after me but she was like and i felt the water because it's water bottle i felt the water on the back of my neck <laughs> oh my god but the thing is i walked so it was a bench and i walked to one end and i real i ran to one end and she's on the other and i realized that I had to go the other end because that's where the stairs were, and there was oh, no, no stairs on the other side. Oh, so no. I, had to, I had to go back into enemy territory, and then she almost got me. And I was like, huh. "Oh my god, enemy!" I just I wish for anyone who listens to this, like you are doing such incredible physical comedy right yeah, now. Yeah, and uh, yeah, I, I wish they could see it. Marco's like doing choreo; it's like awesome. <laughs> yeah, so she she tried to get me, and but I, you escaped. I escaped. Was like, you know, I got lucky that she had a limp. <laughs> 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 I got lucky she had a limp, and she didn't have enough energy. No one. I was kind of lucky nobody gave her money for food because if they did I would have been dead she would have got me in the back of my head she had, a, she had a big heavy metal water bottle oh my god so I was like it wasn't filled up because uh, but if she got me I probably Still, it would have cracked me she could have some kind me. of head trauma yeah oh, my mom doesn't <laughs> my mom was like see I told you New York City was dangerous I was like mom you don't know I, I, I'm not dodging weave you don't know about me <laughs> I dodge and weave <laughs> but if oh, uh, somebody god. really wanted to attack me I don't know what I'd do I feel the exact same way yeah. about you. No, about yeah. me. No, we should all do double energy towards me because I need the energy thing's real. I need more. I, <laughs> yeah, I, I'm i like, I don't know. If there's a fight, if there's an, a zombie apocalypse, like I'm a goner. Like, and that's okay. I've kind of settled with that. Like, I'm not, I'm not a fighter. And that's okay. Yeah. Is it okay? I think in the city, if you live in the city, you already admit that you're not going to survive the, pand- the ap- uh, pandemic, the epidemic. The, really? Uh, Sometimes I feel like living in, in New York City is training for the apocalypse. Like living in garbage, everything's broken, everyone's anxious, nothing goes right. Like it's chaos here. Yeah, but the thing is, though, when the shit hits the fan, it's better to be in who who knows where the fuck with all your little so your bunker and your supplies. It's a lot smarter than being in the middle of the city and you got to because it's like. Yeah, there's a lot of supplies, but there's also a lot of people. So the supplies are going to go away in a few days. Everybody's going to go, tah, 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 and then yeah, I'm and then saying the like, eat the people. So it's like, even though, yeah, I see what you're saying like, in terms of like, it teaches you how to think. But at the end of the day, the guy who knows how to hunt is way better to be around in the Wisconsin or whatever the fuck. But there's nothing to hunt in New York City. That's what I'm saying. It's like, you're, you're, you're like, oh, are you going to hunt rats? No, no. So but- you're just going to, you have to escape the most congested city of the world every trying to leave i guess i mean like like nervous system wise like learning to live in chaos i feel very yeah i feel very capable thanks to greatest city in the world yeah it's a good place to learn and then but then you want you don't want to be here during the apocalypse but you'll have some new york city training you'll have yeah yeah yeah. but this is a good place to train and i honestly i think shit has hit the fan like i think it is currently hitting the fan it's just slow like what literally like truly everything like the the way we're dealing with like what level viral I mean, pandemics like the, it's it's not under control oh no nothing's under control right but there's so, so many levels of shitting hitting the fan i need to know which one because i already gave up the beginning of the pandemic people are like oh this is planned this is like no no this is not planned it's just we're somebody just messed bad up. at it. yeah <laughs> well i mean people just can't believe something small was the cause of their life getting destroyed yeah like world war one so many horrible things happened just because like one assassination or whatever or whatever, or whatever the fuck is like one thing. Like people think every people equate how big the event is with how much it might, was likely planned. They can't handle something huge could happen that came from some guy just like wiping his ass with the bat juice at his job. That's what's so wild about like like I think war is hilarious, not yeah. hilarious, you know. But it's like we have disease. Like that's that's a population control. <laughs> like yeah. we don't have to be killing each other. Also, but we're like so afraid 
of disease. Understandably, I'm not saying we shouldn't cure things and look for cures, but there's there's a fear. I don't know. There's a there's a different kind of like denial and fear about like biological danger than I think like drones and bombs and like man made. Well, destruction. Yeah, but we we do is that. What to I'm other, saying makes sense. Yeah, well, we but the thing is, is America. We do that to other countries. Oh yeah. So that's the thing. That's why we don't fear that because oh, that's that's what we do. That's not what gets done to us. Right. No. 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 That's our thing. So the, that's why we're like the biological. We're so much more afraid because it's like I remember like I don't know where I heard it was like ISIS was like yes they they told their soldiers not to go out or whatever. It's like a biological warfare is the only thing that could bring the most insane people together and be reasonable because it's like a uh, your enemy doesn't have a conscience. So that's it. So it's like when you're fighting another person, you could just be like, oh, I'm going to do this. He's going to do that. I'm going to do this. But you can't do that with the with the virus. So it's no. the one thing that kind of makes everybody go, oh, we can't fuck around because this this is an emotionless enemy. Yeah. And it's not I don't know. I when I say like shit is just continuously hitting the fan, like we don't. um no, like we don't solve problems, at least in America. Like we're like we're just like throwing band-aids at a lot of stuff, hoping, you know, well, hopefully this fix this helps for a little, but like there just we there's nothing that is nothing is ever tried to like we're never trying to solve anything systemically, and that's just why it's no. like continues to be like a just a shit show. Yeah, but I don't think it's in America. And probably. that's what's wrong with America. <laughs> I, I go beyond America. It's no, just, for sure. <laughs> well, it's just like everybody kind of other countries might look at America like how we have excess and all that, excess and all that. But uh, sometimes I think you know if America falls, another place will just turn into us. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, it's just the people on top are going to use the most rappers. <laughs> you know, so why do they have so much throw so much trash, so much of this? So, so, oh, every year they need a new headphone. Every year they need a new cell phone. And it's like all oh, these Americans, like yeah, but it's just a slot. It's like another uh, yeah. somebody else will become America. You know, America falls, and another place is like, oh, we could be on top if we do what they did, and then they do the same thing. It's like everybody on bottom goes, oh, I can never do what those other people did because yeah. I know better. But then after a few generations, your kids don't know what what it was like before, and then they're gonna do the same shit somebody else. Yeah, no, we're not special ultimately. Yeah, like even as villains, like yeah. Americans are not special. Yeah, it's like we this- just happen to be the biggest bullies right now. The biggest, the current champions. Yeah, we are the bully champions, and, and like, not else to will. brag, but that yeah. is who we are right now. But that's not to say that we were just we would just keep that title in perpetuity. We could lose. Yeah, have some humility, America. Yeah, yeah. Nobody ever. Everybody on top. Keep doesn't... bullying. <laughs> we got to stay good at it. If we're going to continue to be the number one country, what do people call it? The uh, Greatest uh, country on earth. Greatest country on earth. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, so well, it's, time moves slow, but the story is long. So, <laughs> is, that a, is that an expression? I don't know. I just said it. I know. You said, you said it. I was like, that sounds right. I don't know. <laughs> I, sometimes I do that. Like, I'll say sayings like somebody else said them, but I just came from my soul, you know? Oh, my God. It, Sometimes my my roommate is from the Midwest, and she has some of the, like, hokiest sayings, and she'll say stuff like it's normal. And I'm just like, is that a thing? Like, are you – She there was some – okay, I'm going to mess it up. But there was some expression that went something like, frost on the windshield looks like bacon and eggs to me. What the fuck does that mean? I'm pretty sure that is, I'm pretty sure that's the phrase or, yeah, it's something like that. that You butchered it even more. I might have butchered it even more, but like, that's how much sense it made to an East Coaster. I'm like, this doesn't, I don't, the subject and predicate of the sentence do not, I don't understand. 
anyway, she says stuff like that. And it's really cute. And I don't know what she's <laughs> talking about. Sometimes I'm like, are you lying? But she doesn't lie. So <laughs> she's like honest and stuff. So she's not making it up. But yeah, I like making up idioms. Yeah, I make them up all the time. I don't know. Oh, go ahead. No, it's just like, yeah, you can make a... Everybody always, always wants to equate, uh, quote some famous uh, person because it make, gives them more gravity. But like, you know, it comes from... You can have it a little bit in you too. Yeah. You just let it come out. Just say it confidently. Yeah, that's true. That's also very That's true. really what it is. Most of these things are can, are, can be pierced through. It's that's just, what I do with like jokes. I'm like, let me just say this really confidently. People won't question it. Yeah. It's crazy. It's a great way to lie to people. Ah, uh, yeah. Just con lie confidently. That's really the trick. Just lie to yourself. Yeah. And then lie to everybody else. Yeah. It's really, it's honestly kind of amazing. I've seen it. I can't do it, but I've seen it get done. And <laughs> what What can't you do? Lie to yourself? Well, yeah. My whole thing is I drill into my own psyche. Mm. So it's a hard thing to do. Yeah. Because I'm like just a little drill bit, just going into my own brain all the time. Yeah. You're just so aware of the flaws. You can't. It's like a, yeah, it's like a psych cyclone in my mind. <laughs> Ooh, that sounds chaotic. Uh, yeah. Is it, does it feel hectic in your mind? So recently, I kind of found out that foods are fucked me up, like mm. caffeine. So chocolate has caffeine. Oh, yeah. Well, you were talking to me about this. So certain foods mess me up. So I stopped eating those foods, and then I got a lot calmer, less I've, anxiety. I've done that, too. Been on a little food journey, like cutting stuff out that, like, does – that makes me feel yeah. horrible. But I didn't know that my entire life I had no idea these foods. Like chocolate had a caffeine. I had no idea. So yeah. I'm insanely sensitive to caffeine, insanely. But also apples. I can't eat apples. I don't, I don't know if – I searched it up. Apples don't have caffeine, but there was some video. <laughs> Wouldn't that be crazy if they did and like but, we didn't know? Well, there's a they have a caffeine-like effect. They have a similar molecule that does a very similar thing in the brain. But that was like one YouTube video that might have been wrong. <laughs> but they basically like, but, but every time I eat apples, I would have like this really waked up effect, like 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 something that just like picked me up. When I'm tired, it's good. But then when I'm not tired, it so it might be the the sugar because apples have a lot of. sugar. I was gonna say like it might just be like this burst of sugar. But the thing is, it's not everything. But also, with sugar. I don't know stuff because. So. I'm, I can eat ice cream. I'm fine, but I can't oh. eat apples. Like it's not just low sugar, high sugar. Oh, that's wild. Yeah, it's really wild. Like I didn't ice cream good, apple bad. Yeah, it's huh. not necessarily healthy or unhealthy. Like, uh, so sometimes I just run into stuff. Like I drink, I don't know how to say, like two teaspoons of cold brew one day to test it out because I drink uh, just to make sure I was this theory was correct. And I yeah. for the entire day my brain like, was lost it. So I'm a lot calmer now because I don't eat these foods anymore. Well, that's pretty amazing. But then yeah, uh, but yeah, but does your mind still feel? But your you have an active mind. Active, but slower. Okay. But yeah, more. It was definitely, it used to be more active, but it would be like I couldn't control it. It would just keep thinking all the time. Uh, but definitely, definitely still, 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 still got steam. Yeah. Yeah. Um, do you have like a routine that you've been sticking with for like getting up, performing, writing? I feel uh. like you're a very like, do you like routines and rituals or are you trying to break from that? I have a lot of routines, yeah. Uh, like going up to the same places all the time, like I said before. Uh, but in terms of writing, I just let it blurt out of my head. And mm -hmm. then after, I, it's like if you have nothing to, I don't know how to write, sit down and write it. I'll write bullet points and then I'll go up and then I'll just let it, I'll just let it vomit yeah. from my mind. Mm -hmm. And then afterward, I would take what it vomited from my mind and then I would try to re- <laughs> Re, uh, reallocate it, re, reorganize yeah. it, and you know, seeing what connects and what doesn't. And I've, then, I do very, I do it very similarly. Yeah, you need, it's like you can't, you can't make the Lego set without the Legos. Yeah. So you gotta. Uh, so it's like another just, great expression. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I, I, my brain spits out the Legos, and I'm like, mm -hmm. okay, this connects to here, this, this. But then sometimes I overthink it because it's like, uh, you know, 
during the before the pandemic, I was getting more stage time for the because things you do do you know you do open mics all the time. I feel okay. And so I was like, I want to. I'm, I'm gonna try making my own show. So it's like you do the same jokes again and again in front of the same people, and then you you really don't know what's going on because yeah. you keep you you were trying to work on it or change it, and it's like you but said you're it performing to the same people. Yeah. So it's yeah. It'd be really funny if somebody was watching this and thought we were like really good, like really big comedians. Like oh, open mics. Oh, I took me like an hour in to feel they have not, that that they're not making it yet. Mm-mm. Not yet. What is that open mic? What? What? Huh? 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 Oh, this is oh, they're they're, they're an underwelder. Yeah, it's it's fun to watch you perform, and I that's like that resonates. I kind of do a similar thing. Like I never write it out fully. For, no. Like it, it never starts out elegant and like you know like uh, structurally sound as a joke. It's just like isn't this weird? Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I, I'd like to get a little more systematic about it. But I I wanted to say um, the pandemic has been I feel like that's been a very like pivotal Mm -hmm. um like it's it's come up a lot in this conversation I feel like it's been a big like I don't know like a it's been huge for you it's been huge for many but um yeah I'm I'm curious to hear you talk a little more about it yeah I I just realized this right now about like how other pod like about all the podcasts that existed before the pandemic and then during the pandemic and most people who listen to podcasts are like i don't want to hear about the pandemic no more because to us it's like like i like this is my first pod i mean i first podcast i really did somebody else's podcast mm-hmm. uh so this is the first time i'm talking about it but people are probably like i don't want to hear about that. but the pandemic yeah i just stayed inside all the time and me and my uh comedian friends will play video games all the time. We used to mm-hmm. play that. I don't know if you heard about it, Warzone. Mm-mm. So it's basically it's you know for Fortnite, right? Yeah. So basically just Call of Duty just copied Fortnite and then it became the biggest thing in the world where everybody was stuck inside. Okay. But we have me and uh Alex, uh Alex Payne, we played it all the time and then me and him both have PTSD from it. <laughs> like we don't we can't play that game anymore because oh it reminds God. us like he tells me like he was uh on a PS4 and he was like he's about to play it and he goes, I can't go back. <laughs> Like we, so, me and him can't really play it no more. Yeah, but we used to play that all the time, and we would just stay up to like midnight, three a.m., and just keep playing it. It was the only thing that kept me sane. Oh my god! Yeah, that was it. Us talking every night, and then I would play video so much, my hands started hurting. Did like, you like get carpal tunnel? No, but it was. I thought it was carpal tunnel. But it was just my hands. But something. Joints were. The thing is, as a kid, I would play videos for eight hours straight, Whoa. and I could do it when my hands wouldn't hurt, or I would just keep be able to keep going. Ugh, youth, the gift of youth. And then college and all, and comedy and all those things. I didn't play videos as much, and I came back and I realized that I'm old now. Like I, I, I can't even play. I play for like two, one, one hour, two hours, and my joints and my thumb hurt. Like I'm like a retired athlete. I have arthritis. Yeah, I'm like I'm like the the, the weakest athlete ever, and I just blew out my 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 thumb. My knuckle. pinky. Yeah. My thumb knuckles. <laughs> <laughs> my thumb knuckles are, are shot. I could, I, I'm never going to make it to the league. I'm never going to play again. <laughs> yeah, I was going to go pro pops. I was going to go pro. But it's like the karate kid that kicked my legs under. It's oh like, oh, my, 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 I flicked when I shouldn't have flicked and I, and I snapped my thumb. <laughs> like, like it's like a slow motion and my thumb's like, oh. Yeah, Marco, his thumbs just aren't what they used to be. Yeah, so I used to just be just playing like insane people. Yeah. And I would mess with them too. I would go real dark and I would use the headphones because like when you have the microphone. Oh my God, you have like a headset. 
because you can mess with them because they have the headset in. Oh and also God. you could change your voice. So I would oh just it would God. get dark and I it would get like later in the night and I would just mess with them and mess with them. And we just got we laughed at the the darker it got, the more we laughed. And I just kept going darker and darker and darker because that's the only place you can go. Yeah, that sounds pretty hardcore and kind of cathartic. Yeah, cathartic, but it was, you know. But also okay. a lot. But I might have done mental damage to them. <laughs> <laughs> I might have uh, Yeah, because it was like I used to like do a whole voice and I would like, I don't what, know how to do it What now. did it sound like? But the thing is, I have to know, because the headphones let you know what you sound like in the okay. headphones because it gives you the feedback. So I don't know how to do it right now. Well, so. just like, could you try like, you know. I'd, I'd be like, uh, what would I, I would say so many fucked up things I can't remember. <laughs> I was like, I was like, hello. <laughs> I just, I would just whisper it, but whisper. I would just whisper. Oh my God. I would so whisper, scary. but evil whisper, but I would keep saying more and more messed up things out. I don't want to reveal that okay, between okay. me and fair, my friends, fair. but I would, just, <laughs> I would just say dark, like, you just bag, creep the shit out of everyone. <laughs> just, oh my god whatever just just to mess with them and we would, we would all laugh at it but then i but then they would tell you marco we have your voice in our head now oh my god that's scary as like, fuck die, die. <laughs> no <laughs> oh my god i could not handle that i can't i can never but you didn't even know what the head when, when it was like the headphones it'll be like right in your ear like oh my god and that's... i would like when we would play videos for a little while i pretend like i'm stopping and then i'll let 10 20 minutes go by Oh and God. I whispered even lower and lower and lower. You drove. Okay, that would drive me. But that we, would truly drive me mad. But we were all mentally insane for the pandemic, so we all just laughed super hard at it. It was just entertainment yeah. to us. So, so are you, so you're not doing that these days? No, I'm not playing. I haven't played games uh, since the summer, the beginning of the summer. Okay. Because yeah. I was, you know, cold it and shit. So, uh, but yeah, I haven't played games in like months. Yeah. It was just a good escape. But you know, honestly, I don't want to play video games again at all until I don't know. Uh, Maybe I'm, it's cyclical. Maybe like right now is not video game season for you. Well, the thing is, I've noticed video games are like a good escape and I need to get some shit together. And then mm. I can, it's like every time I play video games, I'll, I'll just think about, I mean, I really gotta get my shit together. So I gotta only get my shit together first and then I can play video games. Okay. okay. I'm not gonna. I like that plan. A friend told me, I was like, are you gonna buy a PS5? I was like, I don't got time for that right now. <laughs> I don't know. I got, I, I wanna, you know, yeah. Cause I still don't live in the city yet. I want to live in the city. I got goals, mm-hmm. and I need to start working on them. Cause yeah. I had a two year, whatever, two, one and a half year, two year, um, uh, whatever pandemic. Like two two years of our lives. What's what are some of your goals? Uh, I mean, eventually, as I don't know how many years it's gonna take, but I want to make an. I don't want a second job. I just yeah. want to do. I mean, obviously that, but you know, gotta get. I don't need insurance right now. I'm 25, but I'm gonna need insurance soon. Mm-hmm. Uh, I need a job and all that. And yeah, I don't want a job that. Uh, will let me do what I want to do. Mm-hmm. So get a remote job. So then yeah. I can just pretend I go on the, air, the airplane, be like, yeah, boss, I'm at work. Mm-hmm. They do my, or, or have a job where it's not hours where I can just like set, it's like a deadline. So that way I could just get my, my work done and then yeah. I could just do whatever I want. Mm-hmm. So then I could just do whatever, have the mobility I want. So, I, you know, getting a good job with insurance that uh, will let me do what I want is probably the number one thing. Got All a year right. to do that. That makes sense. One year. I kind of, before the pandemic, I was like, okay, I have, I have until 26 years old to like kind of make enough money at stand up where I don't have to worry about other things. And then two years went by and then I went back. So I was like, oh shit. I know. Because it's like, I really need that insurance. <laughs> we do. We really need insurance. Uh, I love my country. Did I tell you about my skin condition? No. I have a thing called cholinergic urticaria. So it's a thing where my... The heat causes my skin to burn up and I get red patches all over my body. Oh, that does not sound comfortable at all. And I have to get an injection every month for it. And it costs like $2,000 that I don't pay for. 
but you know, I, I want to, so that I get insurance. Yeah. I mean, my insurance is good, thankfully. And then I have to, you know, got one year to find the insurance I need. Yeah. How long is, wait, so it's just heat? Is, is it something you only have to do in the summer? So no, it's all year long because then uh, it's like heat and humidity are the worst thing. So, you know, like in New York City, okay. all, every, every building is like that radiator heat. Like that's the worst. So it's like that yeah. humid hot or like the subway tunnels during the winter when it's like all humid and Ooh, like yeah. horribly hot. That, that's like the worst for me. Uh, but, uh, with, before I had the injections, it was like every day was hell. Every day was horrible. That sounds so Every day rough. was so bad. Like, like I couldn't even get angry anymore. Also, like I would get angry that my skin would turn on fire. Oh my god! Like, it was like a comic book. Like I get angry and I was like, ah, in oh my, my skin. God. Burning Man. Yeah, you were Burning I, Man. I am the saddest Burning Man. <laughs> yeah, Burning Man is you do drugs and you fuck and then you your yeah. joy. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like. No, my skin is burning. I'm like the statue's like, I want to fuck too. The statue's like looking at everybody like, I want to do drugs. And then you're like, I'm literally burn a burning man. Yeah. Exercise too also causes it too. Really? So I was going to ask like a internal, hot shower. Like, so hot shower, I can take a hot shower for like 10 minutes. I'm fine. But if I stay in too long, it'll definitely happen. Mm. But I have the injection. So it helps me out. Okay. But it's still working out causes. It. So external or internal heat. So, uh, so if it's hot outside, really hot outside, it'll happen on my arm still. And uh, if I have my hair is too thick, it'll happen on my head. So I had to keep my hair short. Oh, my gosh. Because, yeah, if my hair is too thick, because I'm Puerto Rican, my hair just, like, turned into a little woven nest up there. It just gets <laughs> coarse and it just gets strong. So how, gotta, so how frequently do you have to get it cut? So I cut my hair at home and then I go Ooh. out to get the shape up. Okay. But then I get lazy and I get the shape up. And it's like, during the summer, you got to have a good hairline. You can't be you can't be looking raggedy now. You can't be out here looking raggedy. This is, raggedy. like, be raggedy in the winter when, you yeah. just, when you're at well, home. You can stay inside. Yeah, so it's like not good. But my hair grows, grows back so fast. I try to like fix my hairline at home, and then uh, it's not. I need better equipment, or I need a different because I, I have a, the that liner tip, but it's too wide. So yeah. I need a short because it's like I'm trying to get in the corners and stuff. And it's like it. and I fuck it up at home. I gave myself a haircut today. Just trimmed the ends. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah, it just like stood over the toilet. And just was like, well, all right, I guess that's good enough. I would be so afraid to cut my own hair if I was like long hair like a woman because like I just need to. My hair is just whatever. I could bring it down to like level five. I can go bald and it'll like in a week, two weeks, it'll grow back. Yeah, I'm starting. No, you but got you, like but a buzz you, cut. Your thing is like investment. It's like you gotta. Yeah, I got long hair, but the bot. It's kind of like I don't know. The lady who cut my hair, she was like, "Yeah, you know, if it ever gets, if it feels like it's getting too long, just kind of like bunch it up, look at the bottom, and just kind of snip, snip, snip." That's what I did. I was like, "Well, she said I could," so yeah, I felt empowered to do that. Yeah, I'd be so afraid. My my old roommate. Um, super gorgeous thick hair i don't know it was some kind of cycle where like every so every few months she'd be like i have to cut my hair and then like suddenly run to the bathroom and just like stand over the toilet and just chop 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 shout out jess um and she just cut her hair like that forever wow it was like so hardcore i was like oh my god you're a risk taker yeah, my, I don't need people yeah. are like stand up is brave. I'm like, no, that cutting your hair over a toilet is brave, especially when your hair's not going to grow back for a long time. Well, her no, her her hair grows really fast, okay. but still, like it's that still is. like long. You know, but for a woman, if she goes too short, it's, it can be the end of her month. <laughs> like she if I go did, too short, I'll just wear a bucket hat or whatever. Yeah, but a woman's like, oh no, I just messed up my ear or whatever. Depending yeah. on how fast your hair grows. Don't back. take pictures of me this year. I just messed up the last the next six months of my life because yeah. I didn't because I wanted to take a risk on myself. Yeah, I had my hair really short when I was in grad school. It was like up to here, Ooh. like up to my chin. I don't know why I was doing a lot of wax stuff then, but in movies and stuff, when women do go through huge personality changes, they always cut their hair. Yep. 
And it's always like, all right, we get, you know, you could have done a different, like, we get I, it. I was going through something, clearly. It's kind of, it, I, I guess it's extremely accurate. When I see it in a movie, I'm like, you could also not do that. Yeah, no, no, or no. Like she, or true. like, it's like, or, you do watch Squid Game? Yeah. So, you know, at the end, he got that green hair or whatever. He got that insane hair at the end. Yeah. And I was like, they did it once for dudes, but it's mostly, it's like, it's like they did it. I was like, oh, that they did it one for him, too. <laughs> they, they did that he, trope for a man one time. Yeah, they, uh, they, you know, we're really crossing boundaries here. Yeah. And uh, they finally did it for a man where a man changes his hair to show a change. But they did it in Umbrella Academy. I don't watch that. That's a, card, a comic book one. The okay. first season was good. The, first, the next two were kind of all right. But all I was right. like, they, but same thing, I'm going to cut my hair. I'm going through a change. I was like, all right. It is a little t- scenes are a little too long. You got to okay. cut your hair. We got to like, they show you walking out after like you're this different person now that you just did a little, a little and, trim. And it looks so good. Like you fucking did it in the bathroom <laughs> that good. Yeah, we see right through that. And I was like, really have those eyes behind the back. I've been trying to do the, the lineup behind my head. I fuck it up every time. You oh my God, you cut. can't do that. You got to get someone to help you out to do that. I can do the lineup. The thing is around my ears is where I can't. It's hard because it's like you got to really have precision. Yeah, it's okay to ask for help, Marco. It's expensive. <laughs> to, I, my hair goes back so fast. It's like people yeah. always tell me to get Hispanic and everybody's like, you got to be more Hispanic. So they always want me to get a taper uh, or a fade, sorry. And they was like, oh, you look so every, all the time. You, should, you look so good to fade. You look so good. It's like, yeah, but I would get a fade for three days. Mm. I, I'd pay f- extra $15 or extra $10 for that fade. And it would just go away. Yeah, you got to like bar. You got to find a barber you can barter with. You can like do a trade with. Look, that's rich people stuff. That's rich to, to pay for a haircut every week or like no, pay for a fade the, that the, often. That's what I'm saying. I'm saying you have to like you're, you have to trade something else. Like if it's not cash, maybe you like, I don't know. Are you handy? Like, are you? I don't know. <laughs> some people in like in birth work, some people do that. They'll do like they'll trade. Like, so I have a friend. Uh-huh. Like, she like got a free tattoo in exchange for birth support. Like being birth support. Ah, uh, barter system. Yes, barter. It it's happening even today in twenty twenty two. So I'm just saying, think about it. I don't know. I don't know if I would trust somebody who would barter a haircut for with me to give me a good haircut. What if you gave them clothes? When my clothes would be worth too much, right? <laughs> All right. Because the, the haircut. No, but oh, it would be like a, like a credit. Like, whoa, you give me this outfit, great. Now you get free haircuts for six months. Uh, okay, I would do that. If, like, if it was a long I'm like time, really set on getting you to trade stuff for a haircut. If it was like a no, long period of time, you do I, would, you. I would definitely do that. Yeah. But yeah, uh, so I cut my hair home and then go get the shape up. And then I still kind of I feel unclean. It's like I feel my ears touching my hair. Just, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hear you. Well, we are we're coming up toward the end of, of the uh, conversation. I'm curious if there's anything that you wanted to like plug or talk about. Or my, like where where can people find you? I know I'm gonna make my own show. I'll just get my Instagram. Yeah. Uh, it's the most Marco T H E M O S T M A R C O. And I don't know. I'm gonna try to make my own show soon, comedy show. And then Hell yeah. I don't know what I'm gonna do it yet, but I'm trying to find or maybe right. more than one eventually. But I don't really have anything plan all right we'll stay tuned yeah stay tuned to my existence cool <laughs> I will. thank you so much for coming on marco it's really fun to talk to you thank you for As inviting usual. me yeah hell yeah all right and thank you connor uh and my friend's basement studio we'll see you next time the end <laughs>